What's up, Video Landers? My name is Nathan, and I will be your host for tonight's episode of Adventures in Video Land. With me at the table tonight is my fellow marathon man, Special K, and our fellow Pantheon Council member, Lil B. Lil B, Lil dude. Bitch. Dude, Lil B. <laughs> Also, so, uh, we also have uh, Jeremy Clifford playing along tonight. He's not at the table, but he's sending his awards ahead of time. So he, we'll have, he doesn't get a gangster He name. doesn't get a gangster name. <laughs> maybe, maybe by the end of the night we'll have one picked out okay. for him. Though. Uh, guys, it's so good to be back in the studio. Oh, yeah. Like, fucking hell. Uh, this episode was supposed to be released for Black History Month. Uh, but, guys, with the weather and with, like, fucking, I had COVID. Mm. And just Same. trying to play safe. We, we, you know, we just kept pushing it back and pushing it back. So, it's better late than never. Uh... Kyle, what movies did we actually watch for this episode? How do they stack up? Well, we watched two movies about young black men in America from the early 90s. Uh, one being Boys in the Hood. 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's going to be our high. 7.8 on IMDb. Also <laughs> our high. Uh, starring Cuba Gooding Jr., Ice Cube, and Lawrence Fishburne. Directed by John Singleton. And then we also watched Menace to Society. Not... Not, not the drinking your juice in the hood or whatever. No, no. Yeah. Eighty-four <laughs> percent uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, seven-five on IMDb, starring Tyron Turner, Larence Tate, Jada Pinkett Smith, and directed by Albert Hughes. Yeah, dude, I had never seen either of these movies before. But really? I had grown up watching "Don't Me Mouth Menace to South Central" drinking your juice in the hood, uh. and <clears throat> if I if I must say. I wish that was in this marathon as well. Because it, ri it riffs on both of these movies, and I never understood... Like, I always thought it was funny, but I never, like, understood the reference. Yeah, right. And, like, I would have loved to, like, compared it alongside the movies it was parodying. Uh, but, yeah, so j just as a reminder, guys, look, spoilers abound. Like, if you're like us and, like, you had not seen these movies, uh, we're going to talk the shit out of them. Uh, as we're talking about our golden idols and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, we're going to spoil everything about them. So if you want to watch Boys in the Hood or you want to watch Menace to Society, and by the way, they're both fucking really good, so yeah. you probably should watch them. You want to go in fresh, do yourself a favor, hit pause on this conversation, go check them out, They're you know, and then come back and tell us what you think, okay? Um, Brandon, I mentioned the Golden Idols before. Okay, we might have some new listeners. What, what are Golden Idols? What's a Versus episode? Yeah, absolutely. So we got two movies. They're in the boxing ring, one in one corner, the other in the other corner, and they're going head-to-head. -head. We've got different categories. We've got best location, best character, best score. They go head-to-head, -head, and whoever comes out on top gets the Golden Idol. Sounds good, guys. So, like, I mentioned before, Jeremy sent in his Golden mm -hmm. Idols before so what we're going to do is we're going to go around the table we have a whole bunch of different categories like you said uh, best location best characters blah 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 uh we'll do all of our stuff and then at the end we're gonna like surprise you know like surprise beyonce record drop fucking jeremy's <laughs> jeremy's awards and see if they change the totals that we had okay um any final thoughts guys before we get into this kyle I'm I'm just a fat white man. Don't be mad at me. I just I'm, I'm reviewing a movie. I'm not reviewing a culture. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> Little bitch, what you got, man? Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. I'll, I'll third that. Yeah. Third that. All right, just a three white dudes talking about Black History Month. All right, let's go to do it. Um, Okay, so start us off, K, K, what was it, K Money, K, Special K, K. Special K. <laughs> start me off, Special K, best location. What you got? Um, I'm going with Crenshaw uh, from Boys in the Hood. Uh, this feels like a real fucking neighborhood, and like you always hear like sounds in the background. When people are in the house, like you can hear gunshots going off, <laughs> yeah. and like like the they have the backyard like barbecue, and it's like yeah, everybody's invited to the barbecue, like come on down, sort of stuff. There's this small field with all these like really tiny houses. That's like all, but it feels big too because it's just so long. Uh, it's just a fully like realized and like kind of fucking scary area as like bright and beautiful as some of these houses are yeah, and like yeah. a lot of the, most of those movies like daytime like bright sunny colors but like mm -hmm. it still has this like uh what the fuck's gonna happen next like any right. fucking car that drives by could be a car that ends your fucking life right yeah little b yeah <laughs> so just a uh, just a preface for me like i've seen these movies several times before oh versus. cool um i watched them back when i was in college um right around the time when the black lives matter really started movement started up um I, had a, I have a friend of mine who i'll reference later on who um encouraged me to watch both of them just to understand sort of a day in the life because like they both paint pretty realistic pictures of what it was like uh growing up in the hood 
So both of them take place in Cren Crenshaw. So you see two different versions of Crenshaw. Um, I agree with Kyle that like there's a lot of awesome stuff about Boys in the Hood's portrayal of Crenshaw along with Menaces. But for me, the winner is the inside of the cars in Menace to Society. Because there's a lot of shit that happens in the inside of cars. I mean, there's the carjacking scene. There's when, I mean, when, um, shit. There's when um, Kane himself does a carjacking. There's a lot of shit that happens in cars. And I think that they're important to the story. Um, they almost become a, just a part of just the characters themselves. It's like there's a lot to do with cars. So for me, best locations inside the cars for Menace to Society. Right on, man. I So I like that, man. And I feel like there's a number of verses that we've done where like someone has used like best inside of a car as a location. I, like, that's... Fucking Lone Wolf McQuaid. That's... <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I had to go with... I had to go with Best Hood, right? I mean, we're all good fucking Best Hoods. I'm gonna go with Watts. Fucking Watts, I feel like... I feel like it beats... I feel like it beats Crenshaw just in terms of... Well, first of all, I think there's more setup, right? You get, like, more... In the beginning, it's explaining sort of the racial tensions and how the riots happened and drugs moved in. And I also, like... I like the way Crenshaw is is sort of portrayed in Boys, but it is it's a it's like always daytime. It's always bright. Whereas like when they do when you do Watts in Menace, it's always like it's nighttime and it's like seedier and it just feels more to me like it's it's more shot. It's more darker and seedier and just yeah. more like I I feel the the sort of the dread more in that yeah. in that. Um, and you get a lot of those scenes with like the white dude shows up to fucking Chauncey's house and he was like, he's like, yeah, show back up here tomorrow night. He's like, uh, uh, tomorrow night? And he's like, yeah, get your fucking white ass down here tomorrow night unless you're afraid, you know, like, so yeah, I, I think the racial tensions are maybe better explored. I think, uh, what I see is probably scarier to me. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go with Watts, but I think, I think they're all good. I, they're all good, man. What you got for best character? Uh, best character, I'm going with uh, Lawrence Fishburne as Furious Styles in Boys in the Hood. Like, that's a man. Like, stepping up, like, he's not a part of his kid's life. Like, not really by choice. It's just he and the mom, like, split up, and she's like, I'm taking him. And then she's like, you know what? He's too much trouble. You fucking take him. And he's like, all right. I'll fucking yeah. Like, I'll bring him on. Like, yeah. like I know it's this isn't the best neighborhood, but, like, I'm going to raise him right. And that's what he does. Like, through the whole movie, like, always sticks his ground is, like, no, you're not gonna be another one of these fucking thug kids out here doing that shit. Like, yeah. it's not happening in my house. Like, it breaks like, a stereotype for sure, right? And he does, and like, but he also lets him make his own decisions. Like the night that he's like, this, like after uh, Ricky gets killed, like he's like, I'm gonna go out and get my vengeance, and he's like, I'm gonna tell you no, but I can't stop you. Like, yeah. I need you to make that decision on your own, and that's like a really fucking cool character beat to be like, like it's fucked up that you might go kill someone, but at the same time, like, I'm just gonna sit at this kitchen table and wait for your ass to come home. I love that. John, yeah. what you got, man? Or, uh, Brandon, what you got, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Menace, like, there's, I mean, this, these movies are full of just really unique characters. Um, a lot of people that, I mean, they, they could be, they could be based off real people. You just never know. I mean, they're, they're just, they're all layered. They've got a lot of rich things going on. Um, some of the standoffs from Menace, O-Dog, obviously, he's crazy. He's fucking nuts. Like, he's the kind of person I never want to know. Like, Dude, O-Dog's wild, man. Never want to be associated with, ever. And then there's Kane. Like, his character development's interesting. Um, not, I don't know. It's, it's it's interesting character development. But then for boys, we've got Doughboy, Ricky, Trey. Awesome. Did just They're all in different areas of just, like, Trey's intelligent. He has a great future ahead of him. Ricky has, like, he's the athletic side of things. And then there's Doughboy, who just sort of let himself get swept away in the hood. Mm -hmm. But I'm with Kyle. Furious Styles shits down all of these characters in the neck. I mean, he's... Yeah. He is so well portrayed. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne kills it. And he's just such a great character. I mean, you don't see... You don't see black men portrayed this way especially in the 80s no 90s. you see the samuel jackson that yeah to society exactly version all yeah the time. you you don't see like a black dad that actually has his fucking shit together and, and like we don't i haven't seen very many movies where there's a black dad that has his shit together and so yeah that's fair and like he he just gets it i mean i'm gonna talk about what my favorite scene my favorite scene has to do with furious eventually but we'll, we'll get to that later but yeah. guys i i like furious styles a lot a lot of his interactions, it's very, like, uh, fucking full house to me. Like, fucking, you know, like, really? Dan Danny's, you know how, like, the end of every episode of Full House, Danny's always got that, like, fucking sentimental moment where he's, like, telling the kids about 
some shit. Like, the lesson of the episode, you know what I mean? They even play, like, that, like, sentimental music. I, I, I don't know, like... I like the character, but it, it yeah, it's like very Hallmark Danny movie Tanner, to like, me. got the gun out and shot the door because he was scared because he was in the hood. No, <laughs> like, no, but I'm saying, but it's got those same beats where he's got, there's this, like, there's this, like, teachable moment that, like, and it even plays, I don't know, like, Furious, it does it for me, dude, it's Kane. I think Kane is a fucking brilliant character. Kane is, like, I, I appreciate that he's portrayed not as a hero or a villain necessarily, right? Like, he... He makes good decisions and he makes bad decisions. Like he's on the one hand, like he's fucking he's likable. You want to be on his side. You want you want to see him make the right decisions. He's like a genuinely like loving person. He cares about the people around him. And but he's also like I mean, he's a drug dealer and a killer yeah, and a fucking he's thug sort of and like you know of where he's living. Right. And I, I like that. It's like the portrayal of him is not it's not condemning who he is or the decisions that he's made and it's not glorifying what he could be or you know like I, it just feels like a real person to me and I think he's played he's played really well um, to me he's the most like three dimensional most like layered believable character so I went with Kane nice best oh kill I'm so sorry death, yeah. best you're, not, you're kill, not used to doing that no I'm not uh, best kill or death <laughs> Kyle what do you got man? Uh, this for me is uh, hands down Ricky in Boys in the Hood um, you, you alluded to it earlier like you've got these three central characters of Trey who's like I'm getting out of the hood because I've got the intelligence to get out Ricky's getting out of the hood because he's got the athletic ability to get out and like Doughboy's stuck mm-hmm. like that's just how it's always gonna be Yeah. but like and, and Ricky's got that future lined up like his only shot is football. Like, that's the only way he's getting out is he's got this kid. Like, he wants to make his life work. He knows yeah. he's not, like, the smartest dude in the world, but, like, he's going to, like, make something of his life. And then he gets gunned down for his brother's mistakes, yeah. you know? It's like, bullshit. And just, like, just nonsense bullshit. bullshit. And, like, and because he's, like, he's so engrossed in the area with, like, shootings happening all the fucking time. He's, like, never been hit yet. And, like, he yeah. just kind of, like, nonchalantly is, like, nah, we good, and just walks yeah, off. and then Scratching off lottery tickets. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. just gets just gets mowed down. And then, obviously, the scene that follows, when, oh you know, Doughboy carrying yeah. him in, covered in his blood, like, Trey's covered in his blood, and his mom comes out and just, like, loses her shit, especially at Doughboy, where she's, like, yeah. what did you fucking do to my son? Yeah. Like, that's your son, too. And you're, like, like yeah, and it is his fault. Well, that's his in thing. a roundabout that, way. That's one of the things I really like about... I don't know I don't know how, where else we get a chance to talk about this, but I really like the portrayal of, like, you know, Ricky and Doughboy have different dads. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, like, just this portrayal of, like, mom really likes Ricky, but she really doesn't like Doughboy. Yeah. And that, and it's, like... And she says it even in the beginning. It's like, it's, like, you're so much like your fucking father. And, like, she's, like, she's, like, he's grown up with mom hating him because you hated dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, I can't do anything fucking right. Even when Ricky dies, it's my fucking fault. Mm. You know? And like, just that, like, what chance did Doughboy ever have? He fucking, nobody, his own mom fucking hates him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I just thought that's, I think that's a great portrayal. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon, what you got? All right, so yeah. Um, from Boys in the Hood, like the deaths that stand out are de- obviously Ricky's death. It's probably one of the most iconic scenes of any, like, hood movie is Ricky being shot um and then like Doughboy's Revenge um killing the people and like you sort of see a very similar scene almost exactly like the same in Menace to Society when they go get it's almost like they pretty much ripped off the script yeah yeah (laughs) we'll talk about that later yeah but for me like the scene that actually literally gave me nightmares was the carjacking scene for like Harold and Kane getting shot like that shit was terrifying to me like it's just it's disturbing. I mean, it's not like Hollywood done up or anything. Like, King get, or Harold gets shot in the head, and then like a bunch of other times, but he's just left in the street twitching, mm-hmm. and like it's, it's it's just so <laughs> fucked up, so fucked up to watch, and like, and it just happens. Like he, they're getting out of the car. You see, you think there's gonna be some bit badass shooting when he pulls, he's, he's reaching for his gun, but then right. he goes, oh fuck you, man, pop. Yeah, and yeah. it's just it's disturbing, and they're like it's. I mean, I don't know if you've seen footage of people getting shot before, sure. but it's yeah. pretty fucking realistic. Yeah, and. Uh, it, it really stands out, and it's just, like... I mean, and there's also the scene... Menace gets the award no matter what, because there's also the scene in the store at the very beginning where O-Dog shoots the store owner and the mm-hmm. wife. Like, it's just so matter-of-fact, this violence, and it's... Right. There's there's not a whole lot of glorification about it at all. I went with... So, you know what, dude? I went with the exact same scene. It's the scene where, where Cousin Harold gets shot. And, like, for the same reason, it, like, there's similar scenes, obviously, in both movies, but what, what hit me with the Menace with the menace scenes is the, is like 
the body's twitching and like fucking spasming and, and everyone's like fucking and, and like people all their friends are rolling up and everyone's screaming and crying and like fucking it's it's just chaos like Sharif's like oh we gotta fucking stay you know yeah. like, I'll fucking stay with him you know what I mean it's not right to leave like it's it's just like I feel like it's more realistic yeah you know what I mean like I I, I appreciate that more uh, it's more disturbing to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why it gets my pick. You, you pretty much said everything I was gonna say, man. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my awards are all fucked up here. Next will be best soundtrack, right? Yeah. Yep. Best yeah. soundtrack. Um, <clears throat> a lot of like you know similar notes. Obviously, it's gonna be a lot of hip hop and rap and mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Um, but Boys in the Hood gets the edge mostly because it doesn't stick to that strictly. Like it throws other songs in. It throws in like ooh child, mm-hmm. like just like simple like. Just things that, like, take you off of the course of just, like, just hip-hop, you know? And right. then, like, you obviously, you got Ice Cube in the movie. He's going to make a song for it. It's a fucking sure. banger. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, like, some some of the Menace songs just kind of feel like, just like, oh, we pulled this off a B-side off of some fucking band we found just on the street, you know, sort of sound to it. So, uh, Boys definitely takes it for me. Huh, I'm the opposite. <laughs> I thought, you know, I like the score of Boys in the Hood, but, I mean, like... You've got Ice Cube in it. Put fucking N.W.A. in there or something. Or just like, <laughs> we need some, like, hardcore hip-hop. There's none of that. Like, put, there's a fucking I mean, song called... I mean, N.W.A. and Menace Society either. <laughs> I mean, like, but, but, like, come on. You've got a song called Boys in the Hood made way before the movie was made. Like, fucking put that in there. Like, that's yeah. a, that could be... I mean, I don't know if you've listened to Boys in the Hood, like, mm-hmm. the actual song. Like, and it, it's it's relevant. So, the, I mean, for me, it's Menace to Society because there's a lot more rap. There's the, the hip-hop. I mean, that's it's core to that, what that culture was at that time. Um, I mean, it, it sort of defined just, like, their place in pop culture was just, like, all this rap music that was coming out of the neighborhoods and that kind of stuff. Plus, there's all the music in the cars. Like, I, I mean, I was mm-hmm. all about the cars and location. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, I mean, that's how people show off. I mean, my friend Derek talks about that's how people would show off. They'd be blasting their speakers out. Uh, whatever music they liked. It was sort of like a battle of that. Like some people would be playing Otis Redding and then there'd be rap over here. So it was like going back and forth. Yeah. So yeah, Boys in the Hood gets it for me. Um, Q, uh, QD3, his music. It's just, I just liked it. Or not Boys in the Hood, Menace of Society, sorry. So yeah, they, they get it for me. I, I Guys, I think you're both right. This is a tie for me. Uh, so I think I think both soundtracks, like you said, guys, like they're similar in a lot of ways. They're similar sounds representing similar times, similar locations. I think they're both good overall. It's hard for me to like objectively define which one I think is better. They're just so similar. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're both great. They're both totally worth a listen to. Um, and I think you're both right for the reasons that you like them. So it's a tie for me. Uh, that brings us to uh, best screenplay. All right. Um, I'm, I'm going with Menace to Society, even though I feel like it's basically they were like, oh, let's take Boys in the Hood script. <laughs> Take a few things out and put in a few different things, maybe a little more grittier things. Uh, but they do take the the whole American Pie sex bullshit that's in Boys in the Hood oh. out, which I fucking hate. It's just, I hate it so much. And they just, like, make it more of a realistic thing with, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith's character and stuff. And it's not about, like, ooh, can I have sex for the first time? Oh, it's, man. Like, so fucking There's so stupid. many awkward scenes, too. Like, I can't ever imagine talking to my dad about having sex. Like, yeah. like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, like, I don't I would never do that. Yeah, that's just um, weird. So, like, it... It goes to Minister Society because they basically like, here's all boys in the hoods, like good stuff. We cut a lot of the stupid fucking shit out and then put in some some grittier things. That's that's essentially why it takes it. Otherwise, it's just it's just a copy and paste mostly of Boys in the Hood, in my opinion. Yeah, Boys in the Hood gets it for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. There's hey, just some, it's the OG of the scripts. There's <laughs> just some really well-written things. I mean, like, I love the gentrification scene. I mean, it's just, there's a lot of really well-done, well-written things. And, like, this, I just, I don't know. There's just a lot of, for boy, for Menace in Society, there's just a lot of just over-the-top, just, like, I don't know, just the lines just, just seem a little out of, just over-the-top, a little cheesy. Yeah, I like the and dialogue so, a lot more in Menace. And so... I don't know. Boys, boys gets it for me for screenplay. Dude, I, okay. So like, I think I think Menace. I want Menace. I think it's the better. It more. Oh, so first of all, I think there are better, more memorable, and three dimensional characters. I think it's way less heavy handed in its themes. I think that's a big part of it for me. Like, fuck, uh, Boys is real heavy handed in 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 like it's in its messaging and like even in the intro, it's like you know one out of every twenty something black men will die. Um, 
they'll most likely be killed by another black man and then it, it fades or it fades into like a stop sign and it's like like i get it you know what I mean? like like yeah. increase the peace like stop the violence like it's just like i would have got it if you didn't have to show me like a, a literal stop sign guys like um it has i i like the dialogue i think the dialogue's more believable to me um i think it has a more realistic and ballsy ending. I, I like that he doesn't get to walk away and have a and have a fun. He would, you know, he he made the right decisions at the end. He was gonna do right by you know the people that he loves and he cares about, and he was gonna walk away from everything. But he can't walk away from the shit that he did in his life, yeah. and the, the you know the, the 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 bad decisions that he made. I I, I like that. Yeah. Um, boys feels like it feels like a Hallmark movie. A lot of times, I like boys. But it feels like a Hallmark movie a lot of a lot of the time, uh, and it's so yeah for me man <clears throat> I went with Menace. Uh, special achievements. I'm going with Boys, just like depicting like the California ghetto. Like uh, we've got we got do the right thing. Uh, yeah. Your your nomination from last year where it was like yeah this is like a New York sort of thing yeah. and this is putting it on the West Coast and giving it its voice um, and, and doing a really good job of that and. and you know, raising awareness and and all that hallmark shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me, uh, a special achievement is just for uh, it's going to menace for just capturing the grit and reality. Like I don't like I don't dislike the way like the dialogue and stuff in menace. I mean, some of it's a little cheesy for me, but like, I mean, it is it's it's real. I mean, and I do I do appreciate that Kane doesn't live in the end. Like he he has to pay for what he did. I mean, and like unfortunately, it's with his life and like. And I think it's it's interesting that it happens in front of a kid because like is this just gonna start another cycle of all this shit? So there's just, I mean it gets and it gets a lot of I mean there's just a lot of the, the, the kills are realistic and it's just not a fluffy movie. It doesn't make you feel good at all. There's not yeah. much at all that you feel very good about. So that gets it for me for special achievement. Yeah, special achievement for me like like I, I might be given the impression that I don't like Boys in the Hood. I like Boys in the Hood, man. I I think I'm the achievement here is I think that Boys in the Hood is is groundbreaking in a lot of ways um i think it forced audiences to acknowledge like that systemic oppression you know from poverty to police um and all the ways in which like these young men or young men are like casualties of their environment mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i think there's a lot of things in boys that like i think maybe haven't aged well but like that like they're tropey maybe now but because they were they were iconic in boys like we all sort of know now like Oh, like the the black cop can be like a bad guy. You know yeah. what I mean? But I don't think that we knew that then. It like it was in nineteen ninety one. I don't think that that was like a trope then. I think yeah. it was like you know, you know, it was maybe eye opening that you know you would think oh this is the black cop like he'll understand he'll, he'll sympathize or he'll yeah. understand. But the reality is like he thinks he's fucking yeah. better than he's me. Part and of the system. It, yeah, exactly. Um, or uh, God, like I said. Um, the the mom who fucking hates the son because she reminds him of their dad that left and you know what I mean like mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of things in there that are fucking great yeah. uh, like you know and really groundbreaking and but I you know I think that's worth a point yeah it's worth a point for me man special right. achievement um, best scene though best scene um, I'm going back to that that furious style stuff where he's like waiting at the the kitchen table I think that's like really powerful like. Just waiting for his son to come home, like, and not come home. Not not a cop knocking at the door, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. like, he knows, like, this is some serious shit. I've done everything I can to protect this boy, but I don't know if he's coming back. And just, like, the whole scene, like, where Trey does get in the car, still covered in Ricky's blood. Cool. Like, got the gun, and, like, he's just sitting there thinking. And you can just see him thinking. And he tells Doughboy to pull over, and he just gets out and walks home. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's, like, a that, you know, Chekhov's gun sort of thing. Like... Chekhov's gun, people always think, oh, there's a gun, it's got to go off. No, sometimes the gun not going off is Chekhov's gun, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's the, not using the gun is the statement instead yeah. of using the gun. And that's that's what it is in this, like, not using the gun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, scenes that stand out for Menace, uh, I really, I like the finale, uh, the drive-by, and just the narration. It sort of just encapsulate, encapsulates the whole movie, and then it just leaves you on a really just sour note. I mean, it's, it's sad. Um, it's emotional. It's an emotional scene. Uh, but then, like, Boys in the Hood, you've got, I like the gentrification scene, because um, not only is it, like, it's educational for, the, like, the characters in the movie, it's educational for me, just as a white viewer, like, not knowing that, just for my own privilege, mm. and just, it, it was educational, even now. 
Um, and then like there's the aftermath of Ricky's death, just like bringing him in, putting him on the couch, and just it's just the baby and the mom are there, and it's just like it's, mm. every time I watch it, I get choked up just because it's it's heavy. But then for me, it's Trey, like it's give me the motherfucking gun, Trey. Like I love that mm-hmm. scene. It's it's so powerful. He comes in, Furious knows exactly what he's what he's in the bedroom doing. He's he you see him roll up his sleeves and losing his ties. He he's he's ready for a fight. And there's just a, that's just, it's magnetic. That scene's, scene's awesome. And it stands out. I've, I've, I rewatch it a lot just because it's, it's powerful. It's a good father-son moment. Um, and it really takes a cake for me. I think, before I go, I want to just touch base on kind of, on Trey. And like, <clears throat> this I'd like, where he's like, pull over, let me out. And like, just analyzing that for a second, right? Like, I think it's important to remember that like, fucking Trey isn't, part of that world the way that like everybody else is you know what i mean like the he fact was, he was transplanted there yeah too, he, so like, he like like he grew up in it but he wasn't born in it yeah right well he like he's got a mom with a master's degree he's got yeah. a dad that gives a shit about him mm. he's got friends that are like gangbangers but he like sees them every other weekend yeah. up, up until he moves in with his yeah, dad yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like and so he, i don't he just doesn't come from the same like trey and Doughboy are not from the same hood. Yeah, <laughs> you know what no, I mean? Like, absolutely. And so this thing where, this the ending, right, where it's like he made the right decision and he got out of the car. Well, like, it's not like, it's not like he had all these things against him yeah. and he and he made the right decision anyway. He kind of had all the good things in his corner yeah. and he just did what was kind of like, yeah, good job, man. Yeah, he you was already I mean? sort of in a weird spot. Like that, it wasn't... That's what fails it for me. Yeah. It, I don't feel like, like, like you really think, like, walked him, away him going from... and getting revenge would have been the easy way out, and that was him not taking that easy way out, right? Mm. I think that's that's what it's got. Like, even though it's like, we're setting you up for success, and, like, but this this hood, like, everything about it, it makes it so easy to fail. And all it takes is one little fucking slip up. And it ruins everything. I think that, that was that, made, that was that do or die moment for him. I think that would have made for a really like that would have that would have been a huge twist. I think if Trey would have went out with like went through with the killing, that would have. Mm. I think that would have. I mean, obviously, we'd have a completely different movie, but like mm. he wouldn't. I mean, I don't know. Then and nobody would win in that move because like yeah, because like even he has everything. Like he has everything he needs to succeed, but he's still a victim of where he's living and like right. I don't know. That could have been that could have been powerful, but no, I I I, just, I still think it's a good moment that he stepped out. No, I still think it's a good moment. I just explaining kind of how I feel. About yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Uh, best scene for me, guys. I love when Kane goes to Purnell and they talk to him in jail. <laughs> uh, that just that that moment through the glass with the with the phones and like, first of all, I think it's well acted. Yeah, on both sides. Like, uh, what Kane? What Kane's actor? Um, Tyrant Turner. Mm-hmm. I think he's phenomenal. Like, I think he's fucking great. Uh, <laughs> But just like the uh, I, Kyle d- disagrees, I think. Uh, I, he, there's maybe two good performances in that whole movie. Wow, that's amazing I to fucking, me. I hate the acting. Wow, <laughs> that's astonishing, dude. Um, they their like talk in the jail, I think, is fucking great. Um, I think it's one of the most emotionally resonant f- scenes in the film, mm-hmm. um, and just like much needed closure for both characters. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what it was for me, man. Um, defining moment though this is I'm, I'm interested to see what you guys think yeah it's it goes back to Ricky getting killed I it's just like it's really fucking powerful and it like it drives home the point of that movie it's like all, all of these these three these three main dudes like any of them could go at any moment for any reason one because you know Trey's not tough enough uh, you, Ricky's not tough enough or because Doughboy's always trying to be too tough you know like and it ends up being the one who, like, you know, didn't have much going for him outside of, like, being a fucking athlete. But he has a kid, so it makes it even more. And, like, he's the mom's favorite. And, mm-hmm. like, he just, like, he just, he's so aloof to, like, being in the hood. Which is, like, like he's you, the one character who's, like, I'm here in the hood, but, fuck, this is Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. <laughs> like, because yeah. he's always, he's just, like, so gung-ho, even though he's in a fucking shitty area. He's just, like... I'm getting out though, yeah. so it's fine. Yeah. And then you know, he know he gets armor. out, but he gets out in a fucking body bag. Yeah, that's too bad. For me, to... <laughs> that's, <laughs> bad. that's too bad. <laughs> you hate to see it. Right. I can just Brandon just pulling up on the crime scene. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's too bad. Pumping on the pipe and walking away. Oh God. Okay, whatever. I'll own it. 
fuck it, I'll own it. That's a little bitch right there. Anyway. (laughs) All right. right. Bitch gold, man. Anyway. (laughs) Defining moment for me is Trey and Furious's relationship in Boys in the Hood. Um, I think it's a relationship you don't see between father and son, especially black father and son in any other film. Um, And it just, yeah, it's it's defining. It makes Boys in the Hood stand out. Um, And there's just a lot of great stuff because Furious is a really good dad, um, which is funny because his name is Furious. You think from constantly coming down with the hammer but he's pretty like I wonder if that's his real name Furious <laughs> <laughs> is that on the fucking birth yeah. <laughs> but, uh, that's a dope fucking name I'm gonna name my kid Furious style. yeah 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 Furious <laughs> Brown <laughs> that's actually a dope name <laughs> yeah, yeah. okay that but sounds yeah, like a stuck on the toilet all day yeah <laughs> <laughs> the case of the Furious yeah. Brown <laughs> anyway that's what it is defining moments of their relationship guys defining moment for me came very early on in Boys in the Hood uh, where there's these like four kids walking down a railroad track, and one of them says, a dead body with a stick. "Yeah," oh, and, one of, and one of them says, "You want to see a dead body?" And it was like, "Hold up, <laughs> that's fucking stand by me." Yeah. What the fuck? And then it's like, it's like, wait, you even got Doughboys, the fat, the fat kid mm-hmm. with the striped shirt, and like, there's a lot of shit that's like, this is real stand by yeah. me. And Did you pack a comb? it took me a while to realize that it was intentional. Yeah. Like that, that, and I think that's brilliant. Like, so in stand by me, this, this thing like, Hey, you want to see a dead body? Like it's an adventure for these four white kids. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. a, it's a story. Um, but for these four kids in the hood, it's just like another day. There's, they're playing a game of like pick up football fucking two feet from a body. Yeah. And, and like these kids are like, oh, why does it smell like that? Oh, it fucking just smells like that after a while. Like it's so common for them. Yeah. I think that's really important. Like the difference in these, these two groups' perspectives on a, the same thing. Um, and like I think that's, that is the defining moment for me. That is, is that like, you know, what is like a, a magical kind of adventure for these kids yeah. is like fucking, yeah, it's just a fucking dead body. Like, yeah. that's just kind of how shit is here, man. Like, uh-huh. I wonder how long it's going to take for them to people to come get it, you know? Yeah. Um, that's fucking really sad, and you know? But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about best director, guys? Uh, that that moment you just mentioned, the standby oh, really? thing is really? like the reason I'm going, John Singleton. Um, I think it does a good job of like saying like, Hey, you know this is the white culture version of this, and yeah. we're gonna play off of that and let you give you a, a better understanding of what the fuck we're talking about, but just like very juxtaposed in a different, very yeah. different way. Um, he does a lot of that. That scene with Ricky dying is shot so so fucking well and done so emotionally. And the same thing with um, before they go on the ride to go get revenge for Ricky, like just those car scenes. There's just a better feeling in me in me anyways of like dread in those moments like when you see those cars start start to like drive by slowly you're like oh fuck it, it feels different than it menaces is like yeah shit's gonna happen in menace in boys in the hood you're not sure and yeah. i think that that builds that suspense a little because he'll show scenes with like cars kind of going by slow nothing happening and then but you know menace you see a car slowing down and you're like okay somebody gonna shoot right now mm-hmm. yeah. like um, so I think Singleton just does a significantly better job of like building that tension and building that like uncertainty that the characters are feeling too when they're in the same situations. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Singleton gets it for me. Um, there's just, I think there's just there's more different about Boys in the Hood that just like makes things stand out. He just so the, the some of the scenes are just so well directed. Like I even really like the the scene where Furious and his ex wife are like. Like the cafe scene is, is still really. Oh yeah, well I mean, there's so no like action. It's just dialogue, and it's it's great that he does he does such a great job with his actors. Um, so that's what he could see Edge over. Yeah, I mean, uh, we over the Hughes brothers. Angel- oh, not Angel- yeah, Angelica Houston. No, no, Angelica Houston. What the fuck? Angela Bassett. <laughs> Angela Bassett. Oh, okay, I was like, wait, really what? <laughs> she's fucking great in she it. She is really good. It's, I mean, limited, but like fucking yeah. great whenever she's in. Um. Guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Hughes Brothers for Menace. I like I really I I'm surprised when you had said before uh, you didn't think the performance. I think the performances are great in Menace. Um, I think I think there's better performances. I think it's overall it's better shot. I think it it's really I think the fact that it has half the budget of Boys and looks better and looks more authentic and sounds better and like that's that's worth it to me honestly. Like for half the budget and it didn't make nearly the it didn't make nearly what boys made, yeah. but like, uh, yeah, I think, I think you're doing, I, for me personally, I think you're doing way more with way less. 
So yeah, for me it's menace. Gotcha. Um, wild card, bitches. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, surprise, surprise. I'm gonna give a point to Boys in the Hood, just straight up for Ice Cube. Um, like instrumental, like dude to black culture in the '90s, just like with N.W.A. breaking off into his own stuff. You know, was a good day. Getting his start here, Boys in the Hood. We're gonna talk Friday next month. Yeah, uh, when we do uh, stoner comedies, uh, just and it, all through the '90s, just being like that idea and like breaking out and like he shouldn't have been a good actor and that's like oh we're just taking this some dude from some rap group that like hates cops yeah and, he, like he's real fucking good yeah, and, like he's, he's pretty good and he's like, given a lot of great yeah. performances throughout his entire entire career mm-hmm. yeah um and it's just like just much love to ice cube yep what about you brandon for me, uh, this is actually inspired by my friend Derek Coleman. Uh, so background on Derek, he grew up in Gary on Durban Street, and uh, he saw a lot of people get killed, and he was on the wrong end of a gun several times. Um, so I was talking to him about this, and we came up with the uh, Just Another Tuesday Award, because it's just uh, some of this stuff, I mean, it's, this is real life for people, and I know it's, it's Hollywood to us, but sometimes it's Just Another Tuesday for a lot of people and so menace to society gets the award for i mean it's i I mean it got the award for portraying the grit for me but yeah i mean it's just everything's just so matter of fact in that movie there's no glorification of anything it's just (laughs) shit happens and it it happens and there's nothing you can do about it guys i'm gonna i'm gonna bring back uh like a we used to have an award, I think, for this best supporting cast. Okay, maybe maybe ages ago we had this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with fucking Menace. I think if I had to compare the crews, right, like Menace just fucking destroys it. I, I think like fucking well, you got fucking Kane and O Dog are both great. Uh, fucking Ronnie Sharif, I like fucking Sharif is cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Awax Chauncey Burnett, like like these are all characters that I feel like get their moments in the movie and they're all interesting and they're all different whereas like you know like Trey Doughboy cool uh fucking you in the wheelchair yeah you got fucking crazy legs fucking little Chris little Chris yeah then you got yeah you got the dude in the wheelchair just dude in the wheelchair that they don't fucking you know there's dude in the wheelchair he's in the wheelchair because he got shot that's the whole yeah. thing like that's, okay sure that's I mean way. like I don't know like what's the dude's name is it Chris, is, is, Chris? oh, that was the oh the beginning that's another thing pro. yeah he, yeah he, that's the other thing everybody in this fucking movie I, this is maybe a, this is maybe coming for what the fuck coming up next but everybody in this fucking movie has their name on their shirt or their fucking hat and it's like I got fucking Chris and fucking Dookie and it's like you're going around, you're going around fucking shooting people with your name on your goddamn shirt. Like, hey, who shot up that dude? Fucking Dookie, yeah. <laughs> fucking do- Dookie, and fucking Eggman or some shit. <laughs> fucking like, Eggman. you know, like I don't know. That's fucking whack. I think that's. How'd you end up in the hospital? Dookie and Eggman got Dookie me. And Eggman. <laughs> they busted my ass, man. Uh, no, so fucking yeah, best supporting cast, man. I think all the characters in Menace are fucking great, guys. Uh, but I guess that leads us into what the fuck, man. What do you got for what the fuck? We can do some runners up maybe first. Uh, I don't really have any runners up. I just I I mentioned it. I don't care for the acting in Menace. Uh, That's fucking wild. Just, uh, I think I think uh, not not even fucking Samuel Jackson's really doing it for me that much. The the woman who plays his wife, like the fucking heroin addict or whatever, like yeah. she's fucking good. She's an actor. She's Actress. I just forget who the fuck it was. She's a porn actress? No, I'm a known actress. Oh, I didn't say she's a porn <laughs> actress. I, I heard porn actress. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dang. Yeah, okay. she's oh, real good for a porn actress. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's gonna... I think, like, a lot of those performances just, like, feel so flat to me, but that's... Just, I Apparently, I'm in the minority there. No, you might not. Do you feel that way, too? I, I feel like it's... I feel like it's way better. I don't know, man. I, you don't, I don't think know. so? I, it's okay if you don't. I, I mean, just like, like that surprises I, me. I like I I like them, but then I I I don't know. They're they're both good. They're both good. <laughs> Real sweet. Big big aside. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Are you Ukraine? I'm I Russia. Don't <laughs> uh, did you have any runners runners up for what the fuck? Uh, yeah, I got uh, just uh, f- okay. So for Boys in the Hood, runner up is Dookie's pacifier. Like what the fuck? Oral fixation right there. Like dude. Got, Okay, I asked this dude that I work with. I was like, "Yo, can you fucking talk to me about like I, I didn't grow up in the hood, man. I'm from White County, yeah. Indiana. Can you explain to me? Trap? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, can you explain to me the the pacifier thing? Yeah. Like, is was that cool? And he was like, and I this is good. So he was like, he was like, I don't think that he's like honestly like maybe it was cool for like a minute, but like I think what he's trying to 
illustrate is that the attitude of these young men is like juvenile. Yeah. And I was like, that's actually way smart. <laughs> like, yeah. like, that's, He's literally that's actually like well tits. smart. Like, yeah, it's like, like yeah. okay. That's okay. supposed to replace like your mom's tits. So yeah. Like, that's, yeah. Sure. Anyway, okay, so there's that. Okay. Uh, and then the runner up for uh, Menace, just like the overall just gang culture. Like, it's just. From someone who's never experienced it, never been around it, it's a what the fuck. I mean, I'm yeah. just gonna say it. And then there's the crackhead bolt blowjob, like dude, yeah, bolt blowjob. I'll, 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 I'll suck your dick. <laughs> and then boom. Uh, so yeah, those are the runners up for me. Um, I only really had one runner up, man. It would be in boys, and it's like when when the fucking burglar comes into the house, man, and Furious takes out that pistol and shoot. First of all, I don't know how the fuck you missed the dude. Where the fuck did he? I don't he know. He wasn't there. Yeah, he ran. He wasn't there. No, that was like right. He ran out the door before. Did he? I thought it was just like I live in the hood and I'm fucking. Oh no! I thought it was. I thought he manifested. No, he saw him in the mirror. Okay. And the guy ran out before he could, because the door was wide Mm. open. Okay. Shot. The bullet holes in that fucking door are like fucking desert eagle. Like he had like a fucking magnum. That shit will. That shit. Dude, I'm fucking big, dude. Okay, dude. I don't know a lot about guns. I just thought they looked real no, fucking... Real, it was like, did he shoot that fucking gun that Hellboy's got? No. That fucking, <laughs> fucking cannon? No, that, like, that, that's like a Dirty Harry gun. Like, that shit Okay, will, so that's that's, that's a, that's a, that's yeah. that's accurate? Yes. Okay, I yes. thought that was fucking... You ain't playing like Resident Evil 2? Like, you want the Magnum, like, blows the holes well, on you. Yeah, but like... Shot. But, dude, okay. <laughs> okay. No, it's, so, it's anyway, maybe real. it's not a what the fuck. I just... I was like, wow, that's a fucking... What is he shooting this motherfucker with? Okay. So what's your actual what the fuck, Kyle? Uh, it's the American Pie bullshit. <laughs> oh my god, other. dude! Like it's like here's a movie with like so many like great poignant things happening, and then it's just kind of like Cuba Gooding Jr. is like, yeah, but also I want to get my dick wet for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> like what? And then like scenes of them like slowly fucking on the couch, oh. like really like awkward fucking yeah. sex scene yeah. like on this like pull out fucking grandma sofa <laughs> like too bad it wasn't on like the, the covered couch with like the plastic yeah, yeah it it is, we had some sound it is, it is just like so fucking stupid like it's cool it's like fine it's like hey I've got this like girl that I'm after and like it shows that sensitive side but it doesn't need to be about like oh I'm gonna have sex for yeah. the first time right. Ooh, it this great. and then I'm gonna go talk to my daddy uh, about it, it like, me what the fuck is this it, get rid of that shit in the story yeah, and you're fucking yeah. gold it reminded me of like just a not as good version of the ice cube scene from uh, Do the Right Thing. Like, uh huh. Oh yeah. Thank God for the right nipple. Like that. That was well done. Like, but no. Sure. I, I agree <laughs> with you. I, I agree with you. Yeah. But uh, okay. My my uh, main what the fuck was no use of Easy E's Boys in the Hood in Boys in the Hood. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna take the name, fucking use the song at least right. in the end credits or something. Like yeah. cruising down the street in my six four. Like, <laughs> come on, man. So yeah, that's that's the big what the fuck for me. Okay, guys, biggest what the fuck for me. Like, I'm going to ask you guys a question. No. Have you ever, okay, have you (laughs) ever in your entire life, have you ever been so mad that you went to your girl's house and you just started shadow boxing? You ever get so fucking mad, you just rock up and just start fucking, fucking throwing hands at nothing? Not me. Nope. Like, not me, bro. I don't know. I feel like if I walked in and just started fucking shadow boxing, my wife would be like, are you good? What's like? What the fuck are you doing? Like, Cuba Gooding Jr. goes over to his girlfriend's house and he's just like fucking crying and throwing hands and like he's not hitting anything and it's so fucking weird. I think he's preparing for his role on radio later on. I'm gonna, Dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say boat trip. Dude, you know, yeah, that's all. That all I actually, I, I'm just, I'm gonna be real with you guys. I unironically love boat, boat trip. What? I, I really do. It's a gay cruise, Jerry. No, so like, I always think of him. I only, I don't think of him from radio. I think of him from fucking boat trip. And that's all I can think of was like, you tell me this motherfucker from boat trips from the same hood as Cube. <laughs> Jerry like, Maguire, you think boat trip? <laughs> absolutely. I, oh, 100%. Boy. I think boat trip. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so snow dogs. That oh. brings us to best picture. You just brought up a bunch of fucking bad memories. Kyle. No, I love, but put Boat Chip in a fucking marathon. I'll watch it tomorrow. Well, <laughs> love it, dude. Shit. All right. Uh, well, I had no ties, so three points going to Boys in the Hood because uh, I think it was pretty obvious. I didn't. I, I don't like hate Minister Society by any means, but it's just like it didn't really do much for me after watching Boys in the Hood. It just felt like a rehash. Um, which it is in a lot of ways. It's just like, oh yeah, this thing, let's use the exact same fucking neighborhood and let's just use blue filters. 
that's pretty much what the whole fucking movie is like. Get rid of the weird sex thing. Uh, show a few more shots from a gun. Cool. Bye. That's how I feel about it. So, Boys in the Hood, like, just fucking shit on it, in my opinion. Okay. Brandon, what do you think? Well, I don't think it's shit on it. I think maybe it's... <laughs> I think maybe... maybe You're such it's, a centrist. No, I, think maybe, I love no, that. No, no, no. Maybe you, it's yeah. like, it farted in its face and ran away. So like, <laughs> I gave it to Pink Eye. That's no, it. No, uh, no ties for me, so three points go to Boys in the Hood. Um, I mean, they're both... They're both... I, they're, oh, we'll talk about it when we get to talk about whether or not it's Pantheon, but they're both good movies. But Boys in the Hood is one that I will sit down and watch again. Mainly because... I somewhat feel good about myself after watching it. I just feel so dirty and just shitty after watching Menace. And uh, and like I move if I, if it gets because that, that terrible acting brings you down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought this was gonna be a fucking blowout. Me too, but not in the same direction. Really? You I I watched I watched Menace Society twice. Because I wanted to watch it twice. I was like, I watched it, and then I watched it again, and I was like, this was fucking dope. Well, you like, had COVID, and you're like, I might as well feel even more. Well, COVID brain. Well, so, no, I, I really liked it. And then we, we watched we watched Boys in the Hood, and we, like, riff-tracks it the whole fucking time. Oh, it was like, man. it was like, it's like, I think it's important. I don't know that I think it aged particularly well. I, I think it's a good, I don't even know that I think it's a good movie. I, I like, it's it's okay. Um it's very like hallmarky and very like I think I think it was it was groundbreaking. I I think Menace of Society fucking destroys it. Uh, I don't even think it's fucking close, guys. But it, huh. well, it is what it is. What do you think about uh, if you were to watch it when it came out? Like if they, I were to watch them when they came, would out? would you still like no? When you watched Boys when it came out, would you still think it was a hallmark movie? It's hard to say. I was I was uh, seven. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, well, okay. I mean, like, I mean, you I'm know, just, like, I'm just trying to think. I'm just trying to think of what, like, what impact this had in, like, not our culture, but in mm-hmm. black culture in general. And I think it's a bit important movie. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's very good. If I'm, if I'm being real, like, I don't. I, you know, I think lots of movies are important, but not yeah. good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, you know, Boys is enjoyable to a certain extent. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably an iconic movie. Uh, but yeah, you know, okay. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to do up our totals, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to, we're going to get up all the totals. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We will come back and, uh, let you know how it went. And we are back guys. So we have the totals from here at the table, but before we kind of get to those, uh, Kyle, we had a poll up on the Facebook page where people can, you know, have the leave comments and, you know, see, say what they think about, like, what are some of the comments? How did the poll line up? Well, I'm trying to pull the poll up on my phone being a pain in the ass, but I can give you the results (laughs) of the poll. Um, maybe you can try pulling it up on your phone and you can read some comments, but mine's not pulling up. Oh, there it goes. Um, Never mind. Uh, but our poll uh, came out: thirty-six votes for Minister Society, one hundred and ten for Boys Holy in the Hood. Holy shit! So okay. it was it was a well-voted in poll, and it was a fucking smoking. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, okay. Boys in the Hood kind of kicked its ass. I knew that it was ahead, but I kind of figured. I well again because because I liked Menace more I kind of figured it was like well Boys is the more well known film but maybe people just fucking really like it that much more that's crazy yeah, yeah. okay uh, people like Scott Herliska says uh, Tevin Campbell Ice Cube Two Live Crew it's got to be Boys in the Hood for soundtrack alone but the films themselves I'm not gonna compare because I think they're very complimentary mm-hmm. uh, someone said Friday. Which wasn't a choice. Yeah, well, you know what? It would have won. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matthew Wade has a bunch of his votes in there. If you want to go read some of those, like he thinks uh, Ricky being killed was the best death, or uh, his wild card is uh, Menace, craziest motherfucker award to O-Dog. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one, Matt. Uh, uh, Brad, our faithful leader,'s got a, a thing in there talking about, you know, uh, he's not being a part of this podcast, but he, he lets his feelings be known if you want to go read that. Um, Francis Democry says, uh, boys, no contest, but Menace was evil. <laughs> <laughs> evil. Who said that? That was some guy. Uh, that was Francois Democry. Demorcy. Demorcy. Okay. Francois. Demorcy. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying that. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Demorcy. That's a great name. Uh, so I know Brad had some other comments actually. Um, 
he had said, if either movie got kicked up, I would have to say no. I think Boys is overrated. I agree. Uh, when it comes to black cinema, I think we have the best movie in Pantheon already, and that's Do the Right Thing. I think Do the Right Thing shits all over both of these movies when we're, when we're talking about Pantheon. I have a feeling if either one gets kicked up, it'll be a forced kick up because people will feel like they have to not, they have to, not because it deserves it. Uh, I don't want to tip my hands on how I feel about Pantheon, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm not gonna not gonna comment yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, so we have the totals though. Like that's the totals. Like the fucking it, it the fucking boys crushed the the poll, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't even matter <laughs> nope. because only it only matters what we think, right? So yep. what were our totals, Scott? Our totals ended up being oh I already figured Jeremy's numbers in, so hold on. Uh, back it up just a second. It was 23 for Boys in the Hood to 15 for Menace to Society. Okay. So it was, yeah. So it lines up with the poll. You know what? Oftentimes we don't. (laughs) Like at all. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Usually it's very much not in line. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, However, that's not the end of the story. Nope. Right? So boy, I was going to say boys boys to men. Boys (laughs) boys in the Hood is the winner for now, right? Yeah. But Jeremy Clifford played along. We're gonna drop his awards now, like the surprise Beyonce record. This is the moment, yeah, guys. Fuck, okay, so check it out. This up before for yeah. us. So he, yeah, see. and he told us this time: do not call me <laughs> in the middle of the episode and fucking get me out of bed and have me answer questions. So we're not gonna do that. So if his points are all fucked up, it is yeah, what it's it is. Tied, it's tied. It's what so it is. normally we go around the table, guys. I'm just gonna read them all off, and if you do have it. any comments, go for it. Uh, best location. He has a tie. Okay. Fuck uh, you, Jeremy. Yeah, oh. this is ridiculous. Okay, so the hoods of Crenshaw and Watts. He says, while portrayed a bit differently in each film, the realism and the danger of the L.A. streets is a pantheon setting for both of them. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, probably probably yeah. correct. Sure. Yep. Uh, best character, Menace. He said, uh, Tyron Turner as Kane Lawson is such a deep character. Okay, big true. Okay, he is too in he is too in control to be a simple victim of the streets, but his situation still forces him into situations that keep him from being a hero. I think this is exactly what what I said. That's why I like him. Yeah, uh, best killer defeat boys. He said Ricky doesn't get a hero's death. It's in the back with a shotgun, further illustrating the unflinching cruelty of the streets. Uh, yeah, that's a even better point than <laughs> what we were making. A... Good job, Jeremy. You added so much to that with just a simple sentence. Yep. Yeah, he just he gets a fucking shot in the back, which is even worse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, best soundtrack, like me, he also had a tie. He said this is splitting hairs. They're both great. And I bet if uh, they were both on shuffle, you couldn't tell me which track is from which. That I think that's fucking Straight exactly. Up <laughs> yeah, that's fucking better than any of us said it. I think. Uh, best screenplay. He has boys. He says there's an extra layer of richness to the characters and the story. Um, I, I think big false, but that's okay. Uh, best special achievement. He has boys in the hood. Recognized by the U.S. Library of Congress. Con- okay, now first of all. Almost every film. If you look it up, like yeah. it's gonna say, "Oh yeah, it's fucking, it's fucking recognized." It's like, yeah, it's a jerk offy thing, like whatever. <laughs> so, okay, it's it's in the Library of Congress. Okay, fine. Menacing. Be- <laughs> <laughs> and menacing. There you go. Whatever, dude. Okay. Uh, best best scene. He says it's the menace, carjacking, and hospital. Yep. The scene starts off. So this is what we had, right? The scene starts off so small and quiet with the stoplights and keeps getting bigger and louder and more chaotic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. I had that for best kill. Cousin yeah. Harry. Yeah, we had that for best kill. Uh, defining <laughs> moment. He also has boys. Yeah, this is a boys one. Okay. Trey gets out of the car. Uh, the name of the film is a play on boyhood and is when Trey becomes a man. Doughboy is killed a couple weeks later. Trey goes to college. What? This is the defining <clears throat> moment. He's just a, he's just yeah. Trey getting out of the car and like changing his future. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So just like, the like, end of the movie. Yeah, basically. getting getting out of that car okay. like changed his future because if he had stayed in that car, he would have met the same fate. Okay, that okay. Is what he's saying. <clears throat> I got you. Best director, he has boys, John Singleton. He says it's a clear winner for him, but yeah. no explanation given. Don't well, it's it. clear. Don't, don't need <laughs> it. Yeah, don't yeah. need it. It's, it's self-evident. Clear. Yeah. clear winner. Uh, wild card, he has best quotes. Uh, bitch, fuck the forms. <laughs> we, had, we have had the best quote in the past. I think this is good for it. Again, uh, from my best scene and the chaos and the stakes are so high. Um, there's a great piece of humor humor mixed in. Yeah, bitch, yeah. bitch fuck the forms, man. <laughs> Uh, his what the fuck, man. He had uh, Menace, and it was Tupac was the original Sharif, but got fired. 
uh, and then wait six months to assault the director. And, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, he said, you know, fuck, yeah, that is, can you imagine, though, if it was fucking Pac? Pac was Sharif, that'd be, that'd be fucking, yeah, I think he wanted to play O-Dog is what I read. Uh, that also would have been fucking dope. Like, that would have been cool. Well, yeah, he went on to do Juice. He was yeah, it would have been too much. Yeah, look, it box fine. Yeah, whatever. He got murdered, whatever. Uh, uh, Biggie, I'm a Biggie fan anyways. You know what? I think Big True. Yeah, Big True. Big. Uh, best Picture, Boys in the Hood. Okay? So his final count, guys, is Boys 8, Menace 5. Okay, so uh, it just it reinforced what we had. Yeah, so made it 31 to 20 instead of, you know, 23 to 15. Right. So just widen that gap. So Boys in the Hood is our Golden Idol winner for tonight. There's only one thing left to discuss, and that's whether or not this is a Pantheon film, okay? Again, we might have some new listeners. Brandon, what, what is Pantheon? Pantheon is our cream of the crop. It may not be AFI's top 100 films, but it is our top 100 films. The cream of the crop. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, like, so, <laughs> that, oh yeah. <laughs> so far this season, we've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in Pantheon. Um, that's it. Yeah. Everybody else is nominating shit. Get your shit together. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it is. It may not be the best. It may not be the most critically acclaimed movie, but it's critically acclaimed in our hearts. So all we have to determine now is whether or not we think it's a Pantheon film. If we all agree, it's going to get kicked up to the council where, uh, well, we just vote again, basically. (laughs) Um, But so let's go around the table. I think, Kyle, you probably had the most points for boys. Like, what, what would you have said? What would you, what would you uh, say? Let me let me start with Jeremy because Jeremy did break oh, okay, down okay. his his opinions on okay. both of these. So well, said, what did Jeremy say then? He says uh, both of these films give an unapologetic glimpse into the sad reality of the '90s gang culture. Characters are real, stakes are high, and both films force the viewer to confront a subset of young men that the country was and is failing. Uh, while both are captivating films, Boys in the Hood is cleaner all around. The edges with a sharper focus, which is why I think it's a better film and why time has proven to be more significant mm-hmm. to our society. And he would say yes to a kick up, but he he okay. also notes that if Menace had won, he would kick that up. He as well. also would have kicked up Menace. So that's, yeah, that's important too. Um, for me, yeah, it was it was dominated heavy. Boys in the Hood, uh, twelve to one <clears throat> for my fucking yeah. in totals. Um, I liked it a whole hell of a lot more. I I've had this what the fuck with this American Pie shit in it, and honestly. That takes it out of Pantheon for me. If that shit was not in it, you think it would be Pantheon, but for the but for the but that shit? fucking like, it's, <clears throat> maybe it's too nitpicky, but it's a significant part of the story. That's it, just like it's a lot. It is yeah. shoehorned in <clears throat> to be like, uh, we got to pad fifteen minutes of this fucking movie, and like not always make it about shooting and and about the boys in the hood. We need to bring the girls into the hood. No, just fucking leave it at the goddamn boys. We don't give a shit. About him getting his dick wet. It's fucking stupid. So no, it's a no for me so, on that. So like mostly because of that. Just and comparing it to Do the Right Thing, which went up last year, like there's a lot of similarities, and Do the Right Thing just does everything, literally everything better. Okay. So so it is not. We're still gonna go around real quick. Yeah, but like, it ain't but, going but, on, but it's but. not getting kicked up. Brandon, what would you have said? I would have said yes to both. <clears throat> um, I think they're both essential viewing, just because. I mean, it paint. They both paint unique pictures. Um, it's a culture that not a lot of people are used to unless you grew up in that culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I do agree. Do the Right Thing does cover a lot of really important things to black culture, but I think it only covers the New York side of yeah, things. Yeah, it's East, east versus like, West this Coast. Is, yeah. This is like, I think either one of these could be the West Coast Do the Right Thing. So, like, I think that they're both essential viewing. Mm-hmm. Guys, I would not. I could maybe have said yes to a kick up for Menace. I maybe it kind of depended on how the discussion went at the table and whether or not like it's one of those you catch me on the right day sort of things. But there was no way I was gonna say yes to Boys. Um, <clears throat> I thought Boys was like it was hallmarky. It was like cheesy. I think it's an iconic movie. I think it's an important movie. But like I don't necessarily even think it's a good movie. Um, and I kind of feel the same way that, that Brad mentioned when when he talked about it in the poll. I think this is one of those things that people would say would say yes to in a in a vote, just to avoid having said no. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, like let's let's call it for what it is. Like everybody on the council, I think, is a is a white dude basically from from nowhere, Indiana. You know what I mean? And it's one of those things where like maybe we would have come at it from like a hey, I don't necessarily understand, but I'm gonna say yes. And I. Look, I just don't even think we... I just don't think it, it's the Pantheon worthy. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, that's where I would have come down on it, man. So, uh, sure, like, at the end of the day, we have to, like... We're looking at movies. 
Like, if we have to, if, like, we we watch a fuckload of movies, and we can tell, like, what we like about movies, what's yeah. good about movies. And it's not, like, yes, yeah, societal impact and all that sort of stuff definitely plays into anything that we watch. But, like, it's not the only determining factor. To yeah, that. and you know what, though? Like, we also, like, fuck, we never have this discussion when it's, like, we're watching fucking samurai movies and shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Where it's, like, I'm also not a fucking from, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have that perspective either culturally, right. but I don't have to, like, justify that I, I you know, I do or I'm don't. I'm not a ninja turtle. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, you know, I, I can have an opinion on a movie, whether, you yeah. know what I mean? So, um, that's kind of where I'm at, man. So, so guys, boys, I keep on saying boys to men, man. I, <laughs> boys but to Boys in the Hood is our golden idol winner, but it is not going to get a Pantheon kick up. Uh, so that's kind of where we're going to end the discussion for tonight. Um, if you guys feel differently about it, you know what I mean? Come, come to the Facebook page and tell us about it. Uh, that's where the discussion begins and ends on the Facebook page, obviously, but we're also on Instagram. We're on fucking Pornhub. We're on all kinds of shit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, what about you guys? Where can, where can video land find you? You can find me movie script life on all your social platforms. Uh, just come fight with me on Facebook. (laughs) Brandon, what about you? I'm I'm at man and rock productions on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. These motherfuckers got official shit. You look, just find me on on the YouTube, man, or on Facebook, man. Sometimes I put YouTube shit up, you know, but it's fucking, it's all just memes and shit. I, I don't know. Like, I, like, very strong opinions that he won't elaborate on. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I just, I just say insightful things and then just walk away. <laughs> like, so, I don't know. You hang around in video land, you'll see me just shit posting. You know? um, but yeah, that's our episode for tonight, guys. Um... Uh, I fucking suck at the outros every time, I think Kyle. it's becoming your what? thing that you suck so bad. I know. I just, I, yeah, listen. So, uh, uh. Where, where can we find Video Land? And Facebook! <laughs> okay. This has been Criticism in its finest hour. Has it? Peace! <laughs>